0: In today's episode, we're going to be talking about how you can discern marriage with your partner with clarity in 2021. Let's go!
1: The real question is this, how can you be more intentional in your relationship before the wedding day so you can live out a Christ-centered marriage that doesn't just survive, but thrives? Welcome to the Journey to Marriage show.
0: everybody Welcome to episode 90 of the Journey to Marriage Show. This is Rafi. And Sarah. And today we're gonna to be talking about how to discern marriage with clarity in 2021.
1: That was like your song in 2020. Why are you
0: my clarity? Is that the lyrics? I don't
1: think that was the lyrics, Whatever. but that was the tune.
0: It was. Every time before we go on a coaching call and help a couple i would blast that That's and just get a into good state like, bow, bow, bow. and then yeah <laughs> it helped um anyways yeah we're gonna be, we're gonna be talking about discernment because i know a lot of our listeners are not married yet whether you're single or you're dating or you're engaged you just got to remind yourself that you're still discerning you're still discerning marriage even if you're engaged a lot of people think that oh since we're engaged it's like automatic
1: locked and ready to go
0: nope it's you're locked in when you are married but even while you're engaged you're still discerning and there's there could be a time where you, you might have to call off the that engagement i'm a prime example of what happened <laughs> when i was in that engagement and i had to break off because i felt god pulling me into something different uh, but that's what we want to talk about we want to talk about discernment and doing it the right way because for me i i don't want you guys to do it the wrong way because i did it the wrong way mm-hmm. you know i got engaged Oh, well, i remember like i was dating a girl then um just kind of just having that good friendship i wanted just somebody to be there with and to have fun to experience cool things your life buddy my life buddy and um i was with her for over i think like five years before we got engaged because i thought it was just the next step of a relationship i mean that's what the movies are sharing with me like oh you've been together for this amount of time so of course just get engaged And I didn't give too much thought or prayer into his decision. Um, I just trusted in in this whole idea that, hey, I was in this relationship, so the next stage is marriage, so I should get engaged. And, yeah, that didn't work out very well, you guys. I broke up with her after a few months of being engaged.
1: But at least when you did break up with her, you guys didn't have any like wedding plans, wedding plans planned. Yeah. Um, And that was another problem. (laughs) But like um, when we were dating, you knew someone who actually discerned out of their engagement when all the wedding plans were planned.
0: Oh, yeah, that was crazy. Um, But that was also a secular wedding. Mm. Like they weren't people of the faith they, again, saw this as, like, a next step in their relationship. They're like, oh, let's just get married. And then the day before, she called off the mar- the wedding. Right. Even though they, everybody, their family flew in. It was a destination Ooh. wedding, all this stuff. So awkward. So
1: it doesn't matter if you are engaged, you guys. You're still on the journey to marriage.
0: Yes. So, um, yeah, like, when Sarah and I met... We made it a priority to do things differently and to really build on our friendship and get to know each other.
1: Really observe each other. Yeah,
0: observe each other. And um, I know a lot of our bad habits that we've that we've learned from our past relationships. We were trying to break when we were getting to know each other and growing deeper in our relationship. I know one of the bi- ba- like one of my bad habits is that I would just fall for a girl so fast same well a boy yeah like my emotions would just be like oh i'm just gonna buy you the world and i remember when i met (laughs) sarah and i was discerning priesthood um i thought it would be a great idea to buy her chocolate covered strawberries Mm. for her birthday it's
1: a great idea (laughs) it's delicious
0: yeah and i was a priest friend right
1: yes i mean in my brain my mind in my brain (laughs) you were already a priest um, but you were not but is great
0: yeah i mean i i was i was sucker for i was just bad but i mean we we've made it (laughs) it worked out (laughs) we're married yeah so thanks be to god for that um but i remember when i was still discerning and i started growing feelings with you even though you're away uh, you well, you actually moved back here in Ho- you moved back to Hawaii, and that's when I was like, oh man. I don't know if if I'm being called to the priesthood or if I'm actually being called to marriage. I start and I wanted to I, I wanted to discover what that meant because I never really thought of discerning marriage. It was never really I thought I thought it was just the next step in a relationship. I didn't know it was like a journey of di- praying and discerning right. actively and what that really meant so i was like okay i'm going to do things differently before i even enter into a relationship with sarah and i went on a discernment retreat i went on a discernment retreat where it was different it wasn't just like priests but there was a priest there was a, a brother religious brother there was a nun And there was a married couple So we had vocations And I think there was a single person as well And so we had all these vocations In one place And they're sharing their stories Of how they discern their vocation And One of the married couples Shared something To us all That really stuck and resonated with me And I've never really heard about this Until that moment Where they're sharing their story and they were like, okay, you know, in our marriage, the only purpose of our marriage is to help each other get to heaven. And for some reason, when they said that, something just like in my mind just like blew up. And I'm like, what? Get each other to to heaven? Like I never... I never thought that what that's what marriage was about. Right. Like at that moment I was so spiritually immature and I was like I thought this was just like the next step. I didn't know that that was like the purpose of marriage to get each other to heaven and when we decided to start um According? like yeah when, when I heard this idea That's when I had like that desire of marriage. Mm. And that's when I asked Sarah to enter into a courtship with me.
1: And that was crazy because we were friends on social media already. And I was still in college when we were still friends. While Rafi was still discerning whether he wanted to court me or not. And I had some party pictures, y'all. Did you not see those?
0: No. Oh, you know what? No, I don't think so.
1: Oh. Okay, well, because then I was going to ask you if you saw it and if you were concerned, but since you didn't see it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Um, but I just knew you as, who you were as a person just from those initial interactions that made me want to just take that next step. Cool. But instead of just dating Sarah, we decided to do things differently. We decided to enter to a courtship. So what is a courtship? A courtship is something that you do intentionally for discerning marriage knowing that you're dating for the purpose of seeing if this is the partner that god is calling you to marry so there's an intention about behind that rather than secular dating where you're just there to just have fun and to have a good partner to experience new things with and then maybe years seven ten years then that's when you propose we were like at that point in our lives we're like you know what i we just want to know We want to if we're going to do this, if we're going to enter to this relationship, we just want to know quickly if this is what we're being called to
1: so we can get to it.
0: Yeah. Or if not, then we could just break up before it gets before we get so emotionally attached and a lot of the hurt and all that stuff. You know, Um, so we wanted to do things differently. So we decided to bring more of Christ in our relationship and being more intentional when it comes to the conversations that we had um the dates that we went on uh really seeing how we would perform perform Perform, performance report (laughs) yep how we would like act out as a man or a woman of god in these different situations to see if we would be good husbands and wives Mm -hmm. and we were very intentional about growing in the areas of our relationship that needed growth before we enter into marriage knowing that this is a lifetime commitment. And we wanted to prepare as most as we can before we enter that. So through this, we got engaged. We were dating for what? About 10 months? 10 months. And then we were engaged for eight months. Woo-hoo! Again, like from the average couple that we see now that have been dating for years or engaged for years, like we wanted to just know like as fast as we could mm-hmm. so we don't waste each other's time. And- It was because of bringing this intentionality in our relationship.
1: That whole process was like in total 18 months. And it's crazy because that's how long some engagements are.
0: Yeah. Um, And thanks be God, we did it pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, a lot of people think it's fast according to like the modern standards. But even traditionally... um, discernment like a courtship and an engagement were very short like six months six months but for some reason like i don't know what happened to the culture where we're dating for years
1: yeah because they say like oh you need time to learn more about the person you're going to be learning about this person for the rest of your life if you're called to marriage
0: yeah but you've got to find the significant like when we're courting and engage we had to find some significant things like the the most important things about our partner because we knew that we won't learn everything about each other while we're dating
1: so it's like your your deal breaker is your non-negotiables um stuff like that
0: yeah and like where we where we stand on our faith our belief our morals stuff like that so um yeah it's really transformed our lives and we're so glad that we did it in this way and for all of you couples who are still dating who are who are engaged if you want to take if you want more clarity in your discernment you must make being intentional a priority Mm. you can't discern god's will you can't discern this vocation of marriage by just winging it by not having a plan like just like, okay, I'm, we're going to enter to this relationship and we're just going to f- figure it out. If it
1: feels right, then it must be right.
0: Yeah. There has to be a plan or like you need to bring intention behind it. Like anything that you want to succeed in your life, your career, school, your whatever it is, you have to bring intention or you don't just wing it. Same thing when it comes to a relationship. You can't just wing it you've got to put yourselves in situations to help each other get to know each other on a more deeper level. So some things that you can do to help you discern marriage with more clarity in 2021 is number one, you've got to dedicate a holy hour each week to pray together in front of the blessed sacrament in silence. Why this is important is because God already has this plan for the both of you. Your job is not to just figure out this plan on yourself by just making action without understanding what God wants for you. Your job is to listen, to listen and to, to discover his plan for your life. And the only way you could do that is through the silence. You have to do it in the silence, in prayer and that's why it's important to dedicate a holy hour in the Blessed Sacrament each week. That's something that we did through our whole relationship. Every Sunday, we would go to adoration. It was a priority uh, because we didn't want to waste each other's time. So I know right now with the pandemic, it's hard. Um, so if you don't have adoration in your area, just pray at home. You need to find time for silent prayer. Whereas nothing but just silence just listen to pray listen um so that's one thing
1: and the next thing you guys can do is to read books about relationships about marriage even parenting and to discuss it together because this is where you're gonna figure out your stances on your faith on parenting and marriage those are like super important especially when you bring another life into the mix how to raise them, how to take care of them is going to be important where you really want to be on the same page and not just like Rafi was saying, wing it. Then that's going to bring a lot of stress. Um, But talking about it before that even happens is a really good thing too. And especially like um, with the faith, that's important. If that's your number one priority to know and love and serve god and to bring each other to heaven then your faith is important and how you guys want to practice that individually and as a couple will be good to know
0: yeah in your marriage because you don't want to enter into your marriage and figure out that your partner is not open to life because you know there's catholics out there that don't fall into the church's teachings on a lot of things. Right. That's why it's important to have these hard conversations early in your relationship um to not make assumptions and to figure that out like mm-hmm. what is your stance? Um so another thing that you could do is put yourselves in dates in situations that would help you determine if you both have the necessary virtues of becoming a good husband or a wife. So one of the things that you got to think about is like Okay, what do you want in a wife or what do you want in a husband? Like what are the virtues that you that you can see um, that that were maybe like, maybe just think about some examples of your aunts, your uncles, your parents that, that are good husbands and wives and figure out what are those virtues that they exhibit or what are the things that they do. Um, and let's see if my partner, like if my partner can live that out early on in the rela- in the relationship because um that's all we can really base this whole discernment on what we're doing today. Yeah, we're going to continue growing our marriage, but like how are we acting out? How are we behaving right now before marriage? Mm. And I know for when I knew that I was being called to marry Sarah is because I started seeing things that I saw um that I would want in a uh, a wife in a mother and know, if if I was being called to marriage with her. Um you know the proverb they, they call the Proverbs thirty one women that are out there where it talks about the virtues of a woman and I remember we were at a party and I remember Sarah would like take my plate and clean up for everybody in the home and I'm like wow, that's awesome and I remember where there was this other time where we we're at a restaurant and my friend had to change his baby's diaper but sarah decided to step up and help them e,
1: that was my first diaper change
0: yeah this is <laughs> while we we're dating and then that was another thing like wow she would be a great mother like she's willing to step up rather than being all disgusted like Ew, i don't want to do that like i saw that wow she's being comfortable to learn these things i'm like she would be a great wife and a mother and she is
1: And for, oh, thank you. And for me, faith and family is important. So, how I saw Rafi interacting in our church community was really eye opening and brought a lot of peace to my heart, as well as like interacting with my family members or seeing him interact with his family to see how much he loved and appreciated them um, was huge. Because they say, like, how your partner, um, interacts with their family is how they will interact with you how they'll care for you and i definitely saw that with rafi in our relationship because he would open doors for me he would write letters he was very thoughtful and i was like this he would be a great husband he is too good to be
0: true (laughs) i appreciate the the kind gestures and um how am i doing right now
1: you're still doing great.
0: <laughs> good. I paid her to say that. No, I'm just kidding.
1: We have the same account. <laughs> you can to pay me.
0: Um, but yeah, that's another thing. And then the last thing is find a good mentor that will help you see your relationship the way it truly is. I think that was the one of the most important steps for me in my discernment of my vocation. I had a spiritual director that helped me get out of that toxic relationship because one of the things when you're in a relationship is that it's hard to discern when you are so clouded with your emotions um when you you just feel like you know that the touchy feel like you just had the feel good emotion like oh everything is perfect with my partner and everything um the importance of a mentor is that they bring objectivity into the situation. So, my mentor, my spiritual director was able to be upfront with me and honest and tell me like, "Hey, your relationship sucks. You should get out of it. You should not get married." And even though I hated it, I had I trusted in him because he was not in the relationship. He saw he was able to understand on a third third party like what it really was um without being biased right or being clouded with my with the emotions
1: right so you don't want someone like a family member or a friend because they don't want to hurt your feelings and their bias Mm -hmm. towards you so that's why you want someone who doesn't really know everything but knows enough to tell you how it is
0: yep so um with that being said We are going to encourage all of you who are dating, who are engaged to read this book called Christian Dating in a Godless World. It's by uh, a priest. Um, All you got to do is go to our show notes, click on that link and uh, buy it and read this together in your relationship in 2021, because this really helped us spark a lot of conversations. I love this book. Yeah. Yeah it sparked a lot of conversations to see like, what our stances were when it comes to parenting, the faith, life, um, and everything, porn. So We've talked about some really hard conversations early on in a relationship mm-hmm. that really helped us find clarity to discern God's will and to discern this vocation of marriage together. So click on the link in our bio, uh, not not in our bio, in our show notes to purchase it. <laughs> And um, let us know what what you've learned. DM us on Instagram. And we'd be glad to, to guide you in however we can. So with that being said, we're praying for all of you couples on your journey to marriage. Take care and God bless. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast so you can get notifications of future episodes.
1: Secondly, would you mind doing us a huge favor? If you received value from today's episode, please share it with your friends. Then, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you, and this will also help us reach more couples preparing for the vocation of marriage.
0: And lastly, if you want to go deeper with your life, spiritual, and relationship development, go to journeytomarriage.com resources to see a list of tools we personally recommend for your journey to marriage.
1: Until Until next time, time, future spouses. spouses.